I said I got a hundred squares if you scared, call a fan yeah, I'm going on and on, get it in Yeah, you know we do Commission in an image Till we finish gone and bring them to Represent, kick up 40 deep off in the street Bring them heat with no peace Get them to them with no priest Yeah, with no drama, baby That just since he flipped the script Trying to reach them where they at Boulevard or the strip Take a whole sunny side from Trinity to PA From Samoa to Angola to the soldiers on the base This is crazy That is it, the way that we are saved I will shout it from the roof Till they put me in a grave It don't matter, it's whatever I tell them that he raised That's the power of the gospel The reason I'm unashamed 24-7 days a week 8-3-65 Yeah, you know me, I get it going Going till I'm gone What it is when that intro hit in? It's your boy Kingpin, Big Drake, Made Me Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with your boy? I'm good, brother Kingpin. How are you, man? I'm doing good. You dog, I always forget as I'm sitting here rocking out to the doggone intro, man. I, I it, it troubles my heart that you can't hear the intro. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, not until I listen to it, you know. Not until I listen to it the next time. <laughs> Every time I'm like, yep. God dog it, he can't. I'm like, he just has to come in. Like, I guess I understood what uh, uh, Westbrook's issue coming off the bench. That's how you were like, yeah. you just got to come in and shoot. You don't even get to get warmed That's up. That's it, baby. That's it. I got I to gotta, I gotta roll with it, man. I got to go. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, man. Big dog, how your week going, brother? It's going pretty good, man. Um, we in recruiting mode since we. Lost a couple Saturdays ago, which was very disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but now we're in recruiting recruiting mode. We're trying to, we got some uh, some really good players that are leaving, and we're trying to replace them. Um, you know, you're always in recruiting and in coaching. You're always trying to recruit somebody better than the person that's there. Always, right. and I, and I, and that's how you build a program. That's how you build longevity. That's how you quote unquote build a dynasty. So it's tough because. Um, our facilities are not up to par with the other schools, but in a way, it kind of kind of helps us a little bit because we we have no choice. Now you know me, you know how I roll in. Anyway, we have yeah. no choice. Yeah, we have no choice but to build genuine relationship with these kids. Yeah. And a lot of times, those schools, and this is from what I've heard, because I don't I don't have the facilities. I don't know. It's like that's all they want to talk about is the facilities. That's all they want to show you. They that's all you know, it, Yeah, typically. Yeah. They're like, oh, see what so, we got? You come here, this is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. So um So if, is man, like other you schools saw, in, in Mississippi uh have have really yeah. good facilities? Oh man, you ought to Google excuse me, you ought to Google Golf Coast. Mississippi Golf Coast. Yeah. Because they have pictures of their facility up there. It's it's um and um they have the nicest, but a lot of schools are on par to what they're doing. And to see what we have is almost embarrassing at times. Wow, that's crazy, yeah. dude. What so what's the yeah. uh, uh, I mean uh, yeah. <laughs> in situations like this typically what what causes the disparity? <laughs> Trying to put that as politically correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable about talking about it because the, the thought process is, you know, Ellisville is known as Winnersville. So since I've been here, I've been here four years for five seasons. 
Every sport has won a championship other than football, whether it's a state championship or a national championship. Okay. And in JUCO, you have to win your state before you can be in a national scene. So you hear state, it's not like a high school state championship, but it is. You got to win that state first before you can be recognized. Yeah, to go. I mean, you, you already recognize like, who's ranked uh, before we lost, who's ranked like four in the nation. Yeah. So you, you, you have the national recognition, but you have to win your state. So, like I said, every sport has one state or a national other than football. So they changed the name from Ellisville to Wintersville. That's what they talk about. Mm. And we, we looked at it last year like every sport, every sport combined. We're like almost 800 winning percentage. What? That's, yeah, bro. It's like 786 or 781 or something like what? that. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, hey, look, the we, thought, we, ain't, we ain't resting on them on them pretty facilities. We still turn out yes. winners here. Yes. So the thought process is we're winning. Why do I need to spend money on facilities when we're winning? But it matters, though. But it I, does matter. It helps. I, I think, and this is just my, you know, this is yeah. just my thoughts, my thoughts only. If we had those facilities, because we would continue to recruit the way we recruit. And if you added facilities in addition to what y'all, Dog. y'all grind anyway, Dog. y'all wouldn't be we able to would, be stopped. We would sweep the board in recruiting. Like, nobody would ever go anywhere else but to Jones. Because the few that we've lost, we haven't lost anybody that said, well, coach, I just got a better connection with him. A kid has never told me that. Yeah, I, I mean, a kid has never told me that. It's coach, they got nice facilities over there. And of course, I'm trying to spin it because one thing I don't do, you don't like- I don't personally attack. Well, I don't personally attack like a a, a coach themselves. Yeah. And I, I've been personally attacked. That just ain't my game. I'm like, I, I, I ain't man, whatever. I just like to play on the positives and how I can help you beyond just football. I'm gonna teach you some football stuff, and I talk football. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you about your foot, your foot stance, your your footwork, your hand placement, your eye, understanding where the back is, the depth of the back, the tight end is he on the line, is he off the line. I'm I'm gonna help you with all that stuff, but I'm also gonna help you in job interviews. I'm gonna help you. When you have relationship issues and you need some healthy advice from a married man, I'm going to help you show you how you wear a suit, how to tie a tie. I'm going to help you how to conduct yourself at dinner when you're amongst people of business. I'm going to pour into you as a man and not as a football player, so to speak. You're going to pour into them beyond the field. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And I think that's why I mean, we, we, we all do a good job of, of of that and that's why we've been able to get the recruits that we get that's why we've been able to win because all them x's and old stuff like in in the big scheme of things it don't matter yeah. it's about do you have athletes are my athletes better than your athletes across the, across the field do we got dudes <laughs> yeah <laughs> we gotta, gotta have dudes. dudes gotta have dudes gotta have dudes man got to Man, this I, I'm sorry. I've been as you've been talking. I've been looking at this Mississippi Gulf. That God, dog, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that basketball facility is fire. Yeah, like, look up Northwest. So look up oh, Northwest Community man. College. So, so the last two teams that have consistently they've been going back and forth. Now East Mississippi won it uh, this past Saturday, but before this past Saturday, these two schools they've literally gone. Well, they won it two years, and they win it one year, and they win it the next two years. This is going back and forth. It's Northwest and Gulf Coast, and both of them have nice facilities. 
That is crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. If, if you had, yeah, if, if you were to look at our facilities, you would think we would win one game a year. Yeah. If you're just looking at the, just, the just aesthetics that. of yeah. it. Yes. And then there are schools that only win one game a year, sometimes zero games a year, and their facilities are still better than ours. Mm. It gets frustrating at times. That's I'm tough. not gonna lie to you. And, and my only, my only kickback rebuttal to to even what you said about well, we win and why spend money. My question would be, well, what are you doing with the money? Because if we win it, then we bring in money. So what yes. else are you yeah. doing with the money? And, and so that's a different conversation. If you can say, hey, instead of putting on our facilities, here's what we've been doing. Our kids mm-hmm. have absolutely the best. You know, our technology wing is the best. Our, you know, something. You got to tell me something. We pay our coaches more than everybody else. You know, I'm like, like, what are we doing with the other money there? Now that that is a that is a little thing right there. They 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 do pay us better than I don't than know. Other I don't know if we number one. We, we uh, as far as coaches' salary, we, we number one and number two either or. Okay, okay. So y'all, yeah. So, so they, they do. Yeah, so they, they do pay us. They 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 over they compensate for not paying in facilities by having the best yes. coaches. But the other side, like you said, is hey, now that you got the best coaches, if you can help me get the best dudes every time. Then yes. we gonna then we gonna put these champ. We gonna put these ships up here. Yes, correct. Mm, okay. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's impressive. I hadn't even I hadn't looked at that before. I hadn't looked at them facilities. Kingpin, I, I've I've <laughs> and when I say facilities, I mean dorm rooms included, not just oh. the weight room, the locker. I'm talking about dorm rooms and everything. Now, if you go upstairs to our office and our team meeting room and the computer lab, because all that's right there, that's another thing that we have that a lot of schools don't have. So when the parents come and we have a full bona fide academic coordinator is what we call it, that makes all the schedules, that does the tutoring, her office in the computer lab are slapped there right next to each other. And the computer lab has gotten redone over the last couple of years. So it's a nice computer lab. Yeah. She's always in there. So them parents like, okay, yeah, the weight room nice over here, but they ain't got no computer lab with personal attention. You come in here, I don't care what you say. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know? so, so they they've capitalized on some marketing strategy of yeah. What well, well, we do, we gonna market. We the, oh, yeah. <laughs> we gonna market the winning, and, mm-hmm. and and y'all like, hey, parents need to see we 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 as committed to to their academics as they are their athletics, because because mm-hmm. for some of these kids, that's why they're there, right? Some of them, yeah. But you'll be amazed at how many qualifiers we get. You'll be shocked because I was shocked because you know, you, especially you looking want, at the kids still want to get on the field. Yes, because you, you you look at the um, last chance you the documentary and yeah. you think everybody's a butthole, everybody has problems, everybody doesn't want to go to class and got bad grades, and that's that's really not it. Now, I I know why they chose that place and I know why it's been successful because that makes good TV. But I wish they could come to Jones and see. Our kids go to class. Our kids graduate. Not only do they graduate, we are one of the few junior colleges that Tulane will come and recruit because we have qualifiers on this team. You know, Tulane is like the Harvard of South. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to get in. Yeah, you just walk it up in there. Kingpin, we got three players at Tulane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all, do, actually, just, it's, it's the other stuff too that's 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 making it like you say, y'all. I mean, y'all. 
you're producing. You're not just produce you, for football. Head produce championships for football, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but you are producing these men. You you turn it out. You know what I'm saying top tier men coming out of yes. We trying our very best. We trying our very yeah. best. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's. So I need to, and we got to have a conversation too, uh, to to figure out uh, trying trying to get Zach on some some visits early on the process so we can figure out see what that process looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And I got to figure out how do I get him into like on some of these quote unquote recruiting visits. You know, I see eighth, ninth, tenth graders on the sidelines and getting passes and all that type of stuff. I'm like, man. And then, of course, now that I got him on some social media for his athletics, I get hit up mm-hmm. by people telling me, you know, for X amount of dollars, I can get do all that for you. Mm-mm. But I'm, nah, trying, I'm like trying to figure out, like, do I really got to pay for all this? Nah. Like, how do, I nah. get him, how do nah. I get him on a recruiting visit somewhere? <laughs> the first thing he has to do this summer is you get in the camps. Okay. And nine times out of ten, if not ten out of ten, when you sign up for that camp, that name goes on a prospect list. Whether the kid is good or not. They put him on the and prospect they, list. They will put him on the prospect list, and then he, you know he's allowed to come to games as a prospect. Okay. That's really how it works. I mean, you, of course, they got the five stars and all that, but they got kids that don't have a chance of playing at Mississippi State that's on the prospect list, list and going to the Mississippi game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then – and, and because he's a high school student, they they allow colleges to give them because they they're quote unquote prospects. Yeah. Allow them to come to games and and, and sit in the recruiting like section yeah. and, and and eat and do all that stuff. Yeah, man. So we just got to get to some camps to some of the area schools yes, we want to go to. Get to some camps, man. Because one, your son is huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's nine feet tall and he's ten. Yeah, you, so, you, you don't you don't know if he's gonna beat nothing or not, but you don't want to miss out if he does become something. <laughs> exactly, they're gonna want to know his name, know what school he goes to, so they can start their early recruit. Yeah. You know, in JUCO, we we we're not looking at ninth graders That's because right. you know they they could, I mean they got a long way to go before long, they get up. You know long I mean? way to slide, yeah. <laughs> But the big schools, they got to get on them as soon as possible because everybody's trying to get on. Yeah, that there was this one kid. I don't know if I told you about this, man. We so I, you know, the summer I took him to. Uh, we did the rivals uh, combine, so we can get official numbers and all that type of stuff. I we just wanted to get a going into ninth grade year where we starting at. You know what I'm saying? So we can measure progress. That was my thought process. Well, there was another kid that was down there that played with us in Grovetown. I mean, in in Augusta when we coached uh, CYF mm-hmm. down there. Uh, yeah, down there, dog. He may have been. He's Zach's age. He's four. He's fourteen this summer. He may have been the maybe fifth, fourth, fifth fastest person on the team. He was a good, I mean, he was, he was a good little athlete. Nothing spectacular per se. Bruh, that kid, 14 years old, same like Zach. Zach was what, 6'1 right then, right at 6'2. Same weight, he about 165. Bruh, that kid turned to 4'5. Com- computer time, I mean, uh, laser time. Wow. 4'5. Wow. <laughs> he are after that after that combine, bro. He had offers from Georgia, Bama, Ohio State. He been to every major football game this football season. I been, I follow him on Twitter. He been to every major major game: Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Bama. He been on all the sidelines. That kid turned to four five at fourteen. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, I told Zach, I was like, man, that's that's, that's, and he did a lot of camps and all that type of stuff this summer too. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, people think those camps are just just money grubbing. No, I mean, you, you got kids that probably, you know, realistically, hey, they're not going to get a scholarship from this school. Right. But nonetheless, they can get those drills, that coaching. Because I personally believe, and I could be wrong, you know, I'm just me. I believe no matter the talent level, there is a level of football for everybody. Yeah, yeah. may not be the level you think you deserve or the level you think you're at, but there's, there's a level for everybody that plays football if you really want to do it. If you really want to do it, you want to put in that work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be our focus this summer, man. Is 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 camp? I love to get him earlier, but he, he's he's in all these sports now, and uh, so wrestling season has started for him, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he's finding a rude awakening because Ken, you, you Zach's tall, he's and and, and uh, slender built, uh, but mm-hmm. his, so in wrestling, wrestling is a different sport for him. So he's at that one sixty five, one seventy range. Well, but the kids that wrestle, he's at 6'2", 165, 170. But the kids that wrestle is 5'7", 165, 170. <laughs> mm, so yeah. he's facing a whole different kind of athlete. And most of them in that weight size is usually your sophomore, junior, and senior as well. So he's having to go up now already against older kids, bulky, stocky, you know, athletic built because he's tall and lanky. But that weight, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, doesn't isn't as evenly distributed across his body as as some of the kids he's going up to. So so it this 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 wrestling season will be very intriguing for me to see how he performs. Cause his body doesn't fit any other kids. It, it re- I mean it don't fit most of the kids that are even going mm-hmm. out for wrestling. Uh and, yeah. and of yeah. course, you know, the school we're at, he is also uh, I didn't realize this until the, the parent meeting. And uh as I looked around and, and we got back in the truck, I said, uh son. Are you the only black on the team? He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I don't. I yeah. guess you know, wrestling is not. Is wrestling not a big, heavy, <clears throat> heavily pushed in our community as much? Um, is it dependent upon I, the school. I, 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 yeah, I think of what area and what school you're in because I've had I've coached several kids that have won state championships in wrestling. Okay, okay, and they've been they've been my best football players because of the hip movement. Like wrestling is is a great thing to have your kid. Being for other sports, yeah, and that, that's why I put him in it because the endurance, being mm-hmm. disciplined, being able to cut weight. I mean, you know, get make being able to make make keep your body. We don't cut weight. I told them from from the get go of that if they cut weight, I wasn't gonna let them participate. Uh, but but being able to understand how to keep your body in shape, how you know what you need to do to be able to be at top physical performance uh, ability, and most important, the reason why he did wrestling last year. I needed Zach to be able to know how to beat somebody, just you and him. Ain't nobody else here. Is there two people on this mat? Either I'm coming off with victorious, victorious, or you coming off victorious. And so I needed yeah. him to, to to have that man on man. You either finna whoop me or I'm gonna whoop you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Type, type, type grind. I'm, so I've had some players. I told them, I said, man. I don't think football for you because you're, you're you're not a team player. You want to do your own thing all the time. <laughs> so you need to get into wrestling, uh, boxing, maybe uh, tennis, maybe some ping pong, whatever it is. Because you don't want to be no team football, player. Football is not for you because you don't really care about the other people beside you. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> and you like the fight, so maybe MMA might be your thing. <laughs> Do that. Try that out. Either you walking out of this ring or he walking out of this ring. But uh, you walking off this field because you don't want to be right here. <laughs> yeah. 
So, nope. so uh, you say y'all ain't in it. So, uh, who's uh, are they in the finals already? Is this week coming up the finals or is it semis? It was last week. East Mississippi won. East Mississippi won it all. Yeah, a team that we beat down. Yeah. Yeah. Say, and, that, and that's what's frustrating. Like peaking at the right time, but just, just yeah, man. I understand. We, we Not- beat them down. We were beating Northwest down, and oh, so it was East Mississippi versus Northwest. Yes. Yeah, I ain't gonna rehash that. All right, man. So look. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, man. Got a lot of football and sports to get into today. Uh, everybody know if y'all listen to the Made Me Radio Show, y'all know who we are, man. Y'all know uh, we are not Auburn fans. We are Auburn alumni. We make sure to make that distinction. Probably hadn't had to make that, that as much this year, but we wanted to make sure if you're new to our radio show, uh, <laughs> we are not Auburn fans. We are Auburn alumni. There is a difference. Uh, and so we would be remiss not to start our show talking about uh, the, the the Auburn football. Uh, uh, I'm not even going. I'm not going to lead the witness. Big Drake, what's your thoughts, man? Did you did you get a chance to watch Saturday? Um, well, I, I don't even think we've been on since Harson got fired. Have we? Ah, we. I don't know. No, we take we take right at we take the week he got fired. We take before uh, maybe, maybe our the first night before, game. Huh? Yeah. So I think we talked mm. about Cadillac taking over and what we didn't know what to expect. So I think we take right before the. Um, what, Mississippi State game? That's what we play, right? Yeah, Mississippi State. Yeah, that's we right. Take, we take yeah. right before the Mississippi State game. So, so what's, okay. what's your so, thoughts, man? I've been saying it all year. Okay. You guys go back. You know, I, I uh, and, and King P, you know me very well. You know, I'm not the I told you so guy, but on this radio show, it's like I'm the, I'm the I told you so guy. Like, <laughs> I always bring it out. Like, I told y'all something wasn't right with that dude. Yeah. I told you something had to be going on with this massive attrition. Like something had to be going when you got a player that's a legacy there. Like his dad was a legend there, and he loves Auburn to say. And I know you know you brought up, and it, it very well maybe could be true. Like hey, the right was on the wall; they were going to start somebody else. But were they? Because look, look at the starters that we've had this year. They. They hadn't been better than Bo Nix in his previous years when he was going through his growing things. They hadn't been better than Bo Nix. But something, I, and I don't think Bo Nix is the type of person that's afraid of competition. Something was going on where he was like, Dad, I got to get out of here. And Dad's like, yeah, son, you're probably right. <laughs> and, and his dad's and a all coach. The other, his dad is a coach. Yeah. All the other players and all the other coaches, like the main two ones, and they got some other ones, but the main two was Derek when he was like, Derek Mason. I'm going to take the same job somewhere else and just take less, less money because I ain't putting up with this. $500,000 less. The other dude come from the Seattle Seahawks was there two weeks and said, I ain't putting up with this. I'm out. This ain't for me. <laughs> Something ain't right, man. And, and so if you look at, excuse me, they've gotten rid of pretty much everybody that's, that was associated with Harson. They got rid of him, and that normally doesn't happen. Usually they make some type of coordinator, the uh, interim head coach. But they wanted everybody associated with him because they probably was following his lead. And, that, and man, that's, that's the thing that bothers me about leadership. Like, people will see a bad leader, recognize it's bad, know it's bad, 
but because that particular person has been successful in whatever business or realm they're in, they copycat that same behavior. Yeah. Like, if you know how he made you feel, why, why are you it? doing it to other people? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's right why? and wrong, so why keep doing it? And I hate the also the analogy, well, I had to go through it. Yeah, I don't like that's that. That's dumb. Yeah, we talked that's about dumb. we talked about that one even with the like the the uh uh student loan stuff. Like, no, yes. I don't want you to go through this guy went through it. No, yeah. So for them to get rid of everybody that was associated, like really had strong ties to him. I know they might have kept I think you talked about it, they might have kept a kid, or I said a kid, but a, a young coach that may have just gotten there. This was his first year with Harson or something. But anybody who had true deep ties with him, they got rid of him. And I stopped watching after the first half of the Mississippi State game because I'm like, uh oh, this ain't looking good. And I, I missed I missed the big comeback. Yep, yep. But the one thing, and I know they won last week, some kids are playing their tails off because it seems like, it seems like the person that's in charge now, they know that person cares. See, when a kid knows you care about them, you can be pretty tough on them. You can be pretty hard on them because he knows it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. But if you have no personal connection and you MFing all the time, you yelling, you screaming, you you being negative, you, you you're degrading people in front of other people. And Kingpin, one of my recruiting tools, whether I'm talking to a player or a parent, I always say, Hey, I'm a hard coach. Ain't no doubt about it. But I would never degrade your son, belittle your son. Or embarrass your son because yeah. I wouldn't want nobody to do my child like That's that. That's right. That's right. That's right. But you got some coaches like they really get off on belittling you, embarrassing you in front of your peers. That's just senseless to me. And it, I can remember there, there, reaching out. There's a there's, a there's a head coach in, in in Mississippi Community College that appears to be that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I would never let my kid play for ever. I don't care what's yes. going on. I never let him pay for him. <laughs> Nope, nope. And I remember reaching out to some of my my um, former teammates that are that are on the staff. Hey, I just want to come watch practice. Oh, Harson not allowing nobody. Hey, I just want to come meet a couple of the new. Co- I want to meet the new D line coach. This is for Jimmy. I know Jimmy Brumball, yeah. but hey, I just want to meet the D line coach. Talk a little ball with him. Yeah, man, Harson ain't gonna allow that. Like Harson wouldn't allow none of the former players to even be around unless you had a really big name like Jason Campbell. Yeah, no, somebody, I'm not no Jason Campbell, somebody that benefited yeah. him. The name had to be Ronnie Brown. Hell, I ain't Ronnie Brown. No, I mean, (laughs) most people ain't gonna know I played at Auburn. (laughs) I mean, like, but that's that's the type of environment he had. So when he has left that environment, it seemed like it's flourishing now. Because the Mississippi State second half, Mississippi State, I'm like you. I was like watching, like, golly, boy. But you know what? I took your advice to Mississippi State game. I went in with no expectations. And so I wasn't even like, oh, this is a bad game. I was just like, football's on. If I'm real yeah, honest yeah. with you, I was mm-hmm. downstairs in my man cave. I had the Auburn game on the small TV. I was watching mm. the Bama game on the big TV. <laughs> mm. If I'm mm. real honest, that's how that's how I went into that game. I'm like, well, it's on. I'm watching mm-hmm. it. But it was on the little TV in the corner. Big screen was on, was on the on the on the Bama thing uh game at the same time. And then as the game as second half started. I was like, hold up. I hadn't seen this before. <laughs> I, like, hop on who this woman? Like, I have not seen it. And I mean, them boy, I, and I flipped it. I'm like, 
let me put these boys on the big screen so I can see what's going on here. And and I'm dog, it that it that was not we had not seen the fight out of them boys all Mm-mm. year long. Mm-mm. At all. Hadn't seen it all year long. At all. At all. I mean, they was fighting for each other. It was fighting like the the old lineman now. He need to be checked a little bit, but I like that he fighting. <laughs> I mean, he was physically fighting somebody too. And I'm like, hey, big dude, I like your passion. But two things: one, you got you got skull drug about three plays ago, so kind of calm it down a little bit. Two, you caused us a penalty. Come on now, let's get this back together. <laughs> but but I did, man. And so yeah. and even in that loss, I was like, okay, I. I, I and, and my son's asked me at next one, how's the game? I said, you know, we lost. Here's the score, overtime, whatever. And it was like, yeah, typical. But I said, no. Nah. I said that that game was different. I said that game was different. I said that was a better yeah. football team and effort than I had seen all season long. Yes, that was not typical Auburn. That was not <laughs> typical Auburn. That was not this year's Auburn. And then of course Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday I went in with a little bit more expectation. I was like, "Hey, I want to see what these boys gonna do." Second time, do we make some adjustments? Can can we? And and other the other thing I appreciated, Big Drake is some one thing we've said. We've seen little to no adjustment coming out of halftime. It was good in the Mississippi State game to go into halftime down and see they came back and called back because that also means we made some adjustments, which we hadn't seen exactly. all year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it is bad. Our offensive coordinators were literally, literally with uh, 11 by 17 printouts over there trying to figure out what plays to call. <laughs> like, they they was they, they don't know the offense that way. I mean, they was like, man, what's that? Like, they tapping each other. Oh, I found it. They was pointing to each yeah. other having to find it. And so, so, again, Mississippi State game, to get what we got, and when these kids, these cats on the sideline trying to find plays on the playbook, I was like, man, I'll take it. I'll take it all day long. And then, well, it, it seemed like the, the camaraderie was there. It, it, was. it was like a bad work environment. And then that one toxic co-worker left. It's like, ah, everybody refreshing and nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you see what you call him? Uh, almost pull a hamstring trying to run and get a timeout? Like both him and Cadillac both was running trying to get. No, because you turned the game. So uh, it was. Well, t- I, I, you know, I saw it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all say you saw people it. were talking about it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but that that speaks to it. Like everybody on this sideline appeared to be on the same team. Yeah, no division. Yeah, no one dude standing down here pissed off with his glasses down, all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at these dummies. Everybody yeah. seemed to be, and everybody seemed to be in it together. Like even the two dudes on the sideline trying to call plays. Like you could you could tell them tap and be on. Hey, there it is. Look on sheet five. Like, like they're working each other, you know what I'm saying? Try, I yeah. you and and uh, Will, real Will Fiend or Friend or whatever. Friend, friend, yeah. They they seem I to see. be working yeah, together. Friend, friend. Yeah. Is it Friend? Oh Is there R in there? I can't remember. Huh? Will Fiend? It's something. Uh, you think I, I? You think I would know? Because he he's actually been up here a couple times to recruit. Okay. Uh, nice guy. I always speaks, and you know. Yeah. I like him. I, I wish I could say the same for everybody. <laughs> So so overall, man. What so 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 you you saw what I saw? Uh, yes. Definitely, def, absolutely, definitely more fight and stuff. Uh, how about and, and people were joking on that they ain't Auburn. I've been seeing all the Twitter comments and whatever's like, 
you know, Auburn Arena crook like they getting ready to play for a national championship. That was two, three, and six teams. That's okay. Uh, brother, Stop to, hating. It, well, to me, it did. <laughs> that, you, that speaks testament to the difference in us and everybody else, though. That's what we try to convey to people, how Auburn is a little bit different, but nobody really seems to get it. It's hard to get if you're not in it and people think we're just biased. Yeah. But we could be 0 and 10. We rocking and rolling with them Auburn Tigers. Yeah. And for this one, it's like every everybody in that, we want to talk about on the same team, everybody in the stadium, everybody tuning in to watch a 3-6 and six team play was rooting to see Cadillac get this dub. Like, we need to get yes. this dub. For every, all the old players coming back in. Dog, they was in that stadium for like an hour and a half after the game. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been seeing videos people posting. I've seen uh, Carlos Dansby posting a couple of videos and stuff from down on the field. Dog, it was like we won that championship. Like they was, it was live. Yeah. Like every, it was, it was a, it was, it was a family affair. Like it was. Every, we, we all, we all we got. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's what it looked like. It's like, man. Us look, against the world. Us against the world. We all we got, baby. Let's get that's it. it. That's it. And, I, I, I wish I could have been in there, been there and, and experienced that atmosphere, but it just goes to show you exactly what you said. Everybody wanted to win for Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, man. And this is one of the few times I can say I'm extremely proud of my university because we know how racist Auburn can be. Let's yeah. just be honest. That's right. That's right. We've seen it. We've experienced, We've experienced it. it. We, 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 yeah, it. we lived it. <laughs> yeah. So that gives me hope. And I know um, I'm probably jumping the gun. I, you know, I, I don't know if he should be offered a job. I, I, I don't know. But that gives me hope to if we were to offer prime time the, 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 the head job, I think they the, they might they They'd be might open. They'd be more open to it now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Cadillac you, is, you know, you know pristine own. real estate yeah. here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, you know. that's different. It's different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Cadillac ain't prime time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's yeah. different. Um, but but no, I, I do. I thought I, I like I said, every week I felt like well, and, and I even give I give our A do A D credit. He 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 took what people have been using as a negative and spin it to a positive. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw or read anything about his press conference. Uh, I did not. So when he was introduced, he he talked about he spent. He said, "Hey, so I heard some reports about you know, well, you know, we know it's just Auburn being Auburn," and and he said, you know, uh, I he he went down a list of all these things, and he was you know I think it was like you know caring and taking pride and and showing up for work hard every day. That he's like that's just Auburn being Auburn. It, you know, I mean, dog, it was it was it was good. It was really good. Mm, and he okay. was—he was like, he was like, so when I see what I saw here, he's like, I do see Auburn just being Auburn. I see us believing mm-hmm. in what it, believing in work, hard work. That's just Auburn being Auburn. He was like, everybody yep. else wants to, you know, wants all the hoop, galore, uh, the, you know, the 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 pump and, and whatever. We just want to grind. We just want to go to work. And, uh, yeah. and 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 he's talking about trying to get the right man for the job, blah blah. But but I love how he just kind of spin it. It's just Auburn being Auburn. Uh, and and to, yeah. your, to our point before, we always kind of say it, and people think we're biased, but I really do believe it. I'm like, I'm we're different, man. It's it's I can't tell you yeah. what it is, but it is something different here. <laughs> yes, 
I cried. I dude watching uh I sent y'all the clip, the one where I I believe I can't confirm it. I believe it's Cadillac's son though that's in that commercial talking about Auburn, you don't know my name yet, and he's 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 mm. running with the football. Did you get to see that one? I hadn't seen that. Oh, no. I gotta send you that one. And uh and, and he is a little kid, he's about nine or ten. And he's he's playing on his little league team. He's outside playing catch and talking about Auburn. You don't know my name yet, but you will one day. And he's talking. He goes down through the creed. He said because I believe in work, hard work. He, I mean, dog. He just it. I teared up. I, mm. I ain't gonna lie. I teared mm. up. I teared up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, for me, this is what I believe. Like this is who I am. This is why I love what I went to. That's why I love yeah. my, the institution, even with its flaws and all that stuff. And yeah, I know what it is. But it, but what it, but what it means to me, is exactly this, like yes. grinding. This is what this work means, and that's what into every con, every time Cadillac that had a freaking microphone in his face, he do a couple of things. One, he give honor, honor and praise to God. Two, mm-hmm. he continues to reinforce, man, this is a dream for him. He never yep. could have imagined being in this position, and the yep. honor and respect he has to being the first. And the other thing mm. that he does and says every time you record him is that he's used the same two words, cold, cute, cold, cubic, 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 um, cold, cubic, cold, cubic, interviewed him coming out of the tunnel. And I was like, what, Cole, why are you interviewing? Let the man get on the field. And he said, you know, asking him what, you know, what does this mean? What are you doing? How, you know, how, what about the energy here? What have you been, what have you done to create this? He said, we've done two things. We've loved them and served them. Mm-hmm. He said, that's what we've done. He said, yeah. I believe if we these kids just needed somebody to love them and serve them, to know that we're here for them. And those are powerful words because it also implies that that's, that's, what, that's something not what that happened. was not being done. That's right. <laughs> it's, what, it, it's what wasn't said in him saying that. It's loving mm-hmm. and serving them, man. And, uh, and, and to your point, man, he, and he says, he said, and that's correction. He said, we're going to hold each other accountable. He said, but we're going to do it in love. Yeah. And, and it is. It, it's making all the difference. So, so again, now, so I, I loved it, seeing it. Uh, feel, I love watching the game. I'm even love watching the Alabama game. Even if we get blown out, I don't care. I just know our boys going to fight. And that's the yep. only thing I've been missing. I, it felt like we've laid down and and wasn't. Yeah. It didn't feel like we were playing for nothing. And and that for something don't mean to win the game, but playing mm-hmm. for something bigger than us. And and I feel like they got that now and they're doing it. Yeah. But here's the big question, big dog. Yes, sir. Uh, so with all that and all the great feeling and and that amazing electric crowd and and all the stuff we just talked about, should Cadillac Williams be considered for the head coaching job? I don't know. Well, I think you got to consider it. Yes. So let me answer that. Yes. I think he, you have to consider it. Should they hire him? I don't know. I don't know. What's your, what's your gut feeling, man? If, if you was the AD right now, and let's just say um, whoever your top, I won't even say, two of your top three candidates other than Cadillac, are prepared to accept your offer and you got Cadillac. Where are you going? Well, I cannot give you an answer because I would have to 
interview him just like the other coaches are being interviewed. Okay, okay. Because if if, if you think because so like LSU, LSU knew who they wanted to go get, and they went down. That's right. They That's lured right. him from another school, somebody that was proven that had won ten games consistently, and blase blase blase. They knew somebody was coming in with a plan. Yes. Yeah. Now the coaches that we're going after, I think all of them have a plan and have been uh, proven. But if you think they're not interviewing them to some degree, okay, what is your plan when you come on over? You're naive. Yeah. You're kidding yourself. Oh yeah. They, we, they, we, they're doing we're something. flying around right now. Yes. But I'm saying, even in the flying around, we're still asking them, okay, what are you going to bring to Auburn? How are you going to write the ship? What are you going to do when you show up here? Correct. So I think he has to be interviewed. He's earned that. He's earned earned interview. Yes, I think before it was like, okay, let's give it to somebody who we trust, who we love, who I think the coaches in the building will rally around. Then like, oh, snap. Okay, this cat, this cat got some mojo about him. This, this, this cat got these kids believing in his coaching staff. So now we do have to interview him. And now my next thing is, what's the plan? What kind of offense are you going to run? Who's going to be your coordinator? Who's going to be the defensive coordinator? What are you going to pride your team on? What is the philosophy of you as a coach and the philosophy that your coaching staff is going to have and what you're going to build? What's your number three top priorities? In, in yes, order, I like is it, is it is recruiting your number one focus? Is, is strength and conditioning going to be your number one focus? Blah, blah, blah. How are you going to build your staff? What help do yes. you need? What help do you want us to have in doing this? Mm-hmm. I think some of those would be questions too. Yes, most definitely. I, I, I asked ask you, I set you up, I asked you that because, you know, uh, you know, Twitter is going crazy and, and the Auburn fan base, love us or hate us. Uh, you know, we, we can't be fanatics as well. And everybody's absolutely, you know, if, if they well, – I ain't going to say everybody. A lot of people. You know, if Cadillac mm-hmm. doesn't get the job, I don't want to hear nothing else, blah, blah, blah. There's no way we don't give him the job. And I'm like, eh, am I wrong because I'm not in that camp? Like, I love it. I, I love what we got. I love what we're doing. I want to see this all season. But this don't tell me he need to be a head, be the head coach, though. Like, I, like I still – now, let's be practical about this. Like, he's only even been coaching for two years. Period. Coaching. Period. Mm-hmm. Two years. And he was brought in from Harson. No, <laughs> he, he was there when uh, Gus was there. He, he, he started his uh, coaching career, period, at 2014. But he's been in Auburn um, last three, four years, maybe? I don't. I thought he was he was back. I thought Harson made him a, a actual position coach. No, no, no. He he was the running back coach under Gus. Okay. Harson just retained him. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Gus brought him in right in two twenty nineteen. Okay, so three, but three years, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It said he served as an offensive graduate assistant at West Georgia uh, for 2016, served as a running back coach at IMG Academy. Uh, mm-hmm. In 2018, he became a running back coach for the Birmingham Irons, uh, who never really got off the ground. And then on January 23rd, 2019, he was hired as Auburn's running back coach under Coach Malzahn. Uh, mm-hmm. They fired Malzahn and Harson kept him on as a running back. So, okay, so, but so, Somebody's been coaching for four years. Then, I mean, mm-hmm. essentially, that's I, I don't I don't know that I feel comfortable 
handing the reins of the Auburn football program to somebody who's been coaching for four years. But why not, though, man? See, see that, that that's the problem I face. Okay. Like, I'm a damn good coach. No yeah. doubt about it. I'm yeah. a damn good coach. But because of the level I'm coaching at, and see, I have friends at every level. Not acquaintances, not some. oh, I know that dude. I'm like friends. Like, they call me, I call them at every level. Level. <laughs> every level. From the NFL to big time Division One to the SEC to Division Two to uh, FCS, FBS to JUCO. I have friends at every level. And everyone, especially not now, um, one of my closest friends that's uh, that's in the NFL, and I asked him, I said, what's the difference? He said, man, ain't no difference. Ball is ball. Now, the difference is they're pros. You can explain it one time. They pretty much got it because <laughs> they're pros. But he said, the coaching part, ball is ball. And think about this, Prim, because we've talked about this. I can get a job being where I am, the level I'm at, the experience I have, I can get a job quicker in the NFL than I can in Division One football. Yeah. See, Division One football, it's all about boosters and splashes Politics. and big names Politics. and who has this and that, that, that. That's all it's about. It's not about ball. That's why. Now, when I say I can, three years ago, there was a coach that was at Southwest. Southwest is a, is a JUCO here. They almost lose every game every year. <laughs> guess, guess where he is now? Is it? Yeah. Where are you coaching at now? He is the special teams coordinator for the New England Patriots. Because it's all about ball. Yeah. It's all about, okay, can this person, for one, grasp the concept that we're going to want him to teach? Two, can he convey the message and get his players to, to obtain it? And three, can he get his players to play for him? Yeah. That's all they care about. And I'm going to say this, and I don't care if it, I'm, our counterparts, they get jobs that they shouldn't get without experience. We just watch it in the NFL. Jeff Saturday get a job that he he doesn't have any experience to get that job. He, wa- he, he wasn't even he, in the locker room. He, he walked out of the booth into into the head coaching job. <laughs> he wasn't even in the locker room with these guys, yeah. but he got the head coaching job. So we got somebody that's of Auburn, from Auburn, been there in the trenches with these kids. We can actually see these kids are fighting for them. They love them. So why can't he get that job? Because he isn't a name. What's the name? Well, but- so we get a name. Let me, let me let me say this before before you rebuttal. Okay. So the the two names that we really like, Kiffin and Freeze. Yeah. One of those coaches, you say, I don't give a damn how many games they won. I don't want them, right? Yep. Why? I don't want them because of who he is. Bet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the other one that we like, we're willing to accept. What did he do in his last school? He's had a checker pass as well. Okay, then. Okay. So why can't people that look like you and I, people that do have some experience, we may not have, I've never been a head coach before, but, and I, and I say this to people, especially this, this was my go-to saying when I was transitioning from law enforcement to coaching, just because I haven't doesn't mean I can't. And don't put your limitations on me. It, I, but so Don't run with it. Yeah, so so I never said about the level at which he's coached. Because again, mm-hmm. remember, remember I've talked about my issues with my, my son's team this time. And I mm-hmm. said, first I said, I said, man, their head coach is too young. I backed up, I was like, no, it's not that he's too young. 
He's not experienced to handle dealing how to develop these kids and what it takes to do the role. He knows football. He's played football, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't have the experience yet at any level to be able to do it. That's what I don't see in Cadillac. I don't think Cadillac has experience at any level to be able to perform at that level. Not because you have to been performed at that level to do it, but have you been able to show anything at any level whatsoever? Dion started coaching I, 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 at high school. But, I mean, it's a flash in the pan. We talk about four, but, three, two games. But we just spent the first the first segment of this show talking about how what a difference he's made. Yeah, but but, but Big Drake, that's that's emotions. That's two games. And me and you both know what I can what I can motivate somebody emotionally to do in a short span of time. But does emotions carry you over longevity? Because to your point, when we sit down and interview you, you can't come in there and rah 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 and tell me how much you want. All right, man, what's your plan, Cadillac? It's it's the it's the serve and 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 and, and love them. Okay. I agree with that. And, and, so, and so what does that, that mean? <laughs> But, but 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 we don't know that he can. We don't know that he can't do that. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. You're assuming I, that he can. I assume can. because somebody has never even had to even consider being he, to his to even his words. He has never in his life even considered being a head coach ever. That's what he said. That was his words. Mm -hmm. So if somebody has never even in their life ever considered being a head coach. How would I expect? Is it too big of an assumption to say you wouldn't have a plan to be a head coach? I don't think that's a Kingpin. reach. <laughs> I, I, this is my response. Okay. You and I have spoken offline. Yep. I got presented with something that I never even saw myself doing. Right. 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 And we've talked about that. And once somebody else saw me in that light, it sparked a fire in me. Sparked the fire in you because you became excited because I was excited, right? right? Right. And now I'm going down this path that I had never even imagined before. But Big Drake, everything that they saw, they saw skills that directly correlated to your success in that role. Yes, That's the difference. So, what has he no, done no. other than two jobs? Two, two weeks. <laughs> because, but, but somebody, and you know, we, we have our thoughts, boosters and this and that and that. But somebody saw something in them because they still got people in the building. They still got coaches that are still following it and decide to rock with them. Like if, if that was the wrong choice, those people in the building, whether they offer men or not, they're like, what, Man, the what, what are we doing? doing? That, Why they true. got this? this but they, they somebody saw something and said, hey, we need to approach Cadillac about being the interim. And then once that happened, everybody was being like, hell yeah. That's, That's what I'm talking That's about. That's right. So <laughs> something is there. Even though he may not have seen it in himself, somebody else or some other people saw it in him. And once they brought that to light, now he's like, whoa, wait a minute. I can do this. Me and my brother talk all the time. And I've talked to him. Man, you can be a coordinator. You can be a coordinator. You can be a coordinator. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And every place he's been, that has talked to him, they were like, well, man, why are you not a coordinator? You can do this. Because he doesn't see it in himself yet. He doesn't yet. see it in himself yet, yeah. Yes, but it's there. I, I, I'm, Come on, King I, I'm, Come I, on, baby. I, I hear you. I, I'm not trying to disqualify him. I and I really do. Every time I've been, like, I've been wrestling for this for, for a week, <laughs> literally. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, 
I don't one. I, I don't think it's the color piece for me, as in like our counterparts. It, it, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been impressed with what he's done uh, in in a, in a period of time, but but I also am not naive to know that what what emotions and what strategy look like, and those are two mm-hmm. different things. And I say that as mm-hmm. a leader because he and I say that sometimes from my limitation, what I've seen and my successes in previous stops is, mm-hmm. hey, I come in and typically I am so different from what every what I replaced, bro, that first six months to seven, six months to a year, everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is the greatest leader we've ever hired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's like that. But if I don't quickly, and I didn't do this as I as I until I matured as a leader, before mm-hmm. I tried to ride the wave of the excitement I brought to the team and let the, and try to make that sustainable success, I was not mm-hmm. successful. The last mm-hmm. two stops now, I do I do what I do to get you up there, and then I quickly I step back and start formulating now. What's the plan for actual sustained success once the emotional high wears off? Because realism is the emotional high will wear off. It's done at every stop, every place, every every greatness, every legacy, every dynasty. At some point, the emotional high wears off. Then what? And that that's the only thing I that's the only thing I'm cautious with with Cat. Like I'm not saying he can't. I'm like you. I would love to hear how he's pre- now that he's now that he's tasted it, now that he's seen mm-hmm. it, now that everybody's probably spoken into his life. Dude, you can do this. Blah blah blah. Now I want to see. Now that you've seen it, what does that mean for you? I want to see how he preps for this interview. We'll never see it, but <laughs> I'd be excited yeah, to see yeah. how's he prep for the interview. How does he maintain the team in the offseason at the start if they don't immediately announce a successor? Like what, you know, how do you, everybody rallied around you to close out the season. What is our game plan on hitting the road? We're recruiting. What are, you know, like, like some of those, those things that's just the pieces of, dude, the, the stuff that you hate, I mean, I ain't going to say you hate, the stuff that's a drain on you as a coach, right? With this mm-hmm. this season you in right now, you love the connections, but bro, this is the drain for you, right? This ain't this ain't yes, the yeah, this ain't the this ain't Drake the the coach Drake. This is how do I get him here? But and you could do that with sitting in the in the living rooms, all that's because that's who you are. But the being in and out of hotels, a uh, uh, driving four hundred miles a day, you know, like that's the drain, mm-hmm. man. But it's yes. just as big of a part of y'all being or you being able to be successful to coach them. As coaching them, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. With I guess that, that's, saying, that's why but, I'm saying that. That's my piece yeah. there, kind of. You know what I'm saying? But, we, but you know, th- those are things that we don't have answers to. No, and that's what right. sometimes people do because you 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 gave examples of your experiences, and that's what people do. That's the human thing. We project what we've done onto other people, and he he may be a hellified recruiter. Now, I will say the the running back room looks pretty damn decent. Oh, he's you know? done good recruiting because so, he's 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 done good recruiting of running backs because we have him. We have one yes, of the best yes. in, the, in the yeah in SEC. Yeah. Yes. So uh, all I'm saying is, like I stated before, 
the interview process, he's earned that. Yep. Now, if he goes, because we don't know, because we've never seen him in this light. And, and like he said, he never saw himself in this light. But now that his juices are flowing, he may have all these ideas to just come out with, like, I think we should be doing this. I think this would help us. And it, and it may be awesome ideas, but right now we just don't know. Yeah. All I'm saying is, let's be open-minded. Not, let's not say, oh, I don't want to see him because he don't have experience. He don't have this. Man, bump all that. What? If he is the best person for the job after the interview process, Let's fuck with it. No, and, because and I guess I, let me uh, let me correct myself. I I started this by saying all of the Twitter people are saying, like all the people, all the Auburn folks, a lot of Auburn folks are saying, if we don't, he's absolutely the next head coach. I am not. I, mm-hmm. I guess my statement was, I am not in that camp now. I'm not gonna say because yeah, we yeah. turn it around in two weeks, or because we have a different team that's taking the field in two weeks. That that he hasn't proven to me absolutely this man is the next head coach. I, th- I think yeah, that's yeah. probably more what I was saying. I wasn't saying he doesn't get a shot. I just, it seemed like everybody that drunk the Kool-Aid already. Oh, we already got the next coach. He's, why are we looking any further? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. Why would we not do yeah. that? Like, why don't yeah. we, to your yeah. point, why don't we see how he does in the interview process? Why don't we see, can he prepare himself to be able, because it's the that, that's what the job calls for. Don't hand in mm-hmm. the reins of the job because we, because we, we have been competitive in two games. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It feels good and all that stuff, but I don't want to hand in the reins just because of that. I don't want to get caught yeah. up in emotions and make mm-hmm. a and not make a good strategic decision. Mm-hmm. I, I think I that's the challenge that. I that's yeah. the challenge I have. That's really what my okay. point, point was. I, I'm with you. He's earned it, man. I because I love I would love for I, I love to have a black coach. <laughs> I love when, mm-hmm. it, you know, and, and it could be pretty cool if it's Cadillac because I do think Cadillac, from what I've seen in interviews and stuff, I think he's a, he's emotion. He has enough emotional intelligence to understand he needs to equip himself with very strong people around him in the areas mm-hmm. that he may not be as strong, which I don't know that Harson knew that. <laughs> I mean, based off of but you, but what you we know, saw. There's a, there's a very successful coach in Division One. College football, who has a similar path to what Cadillac has, he's been very successful. You know who I'm rolling with? No, who that? Think about it. Think about it. Somebody that was never a coordinator in D1 football. <laughs> People thought he was like a rah rah guy until he said, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, you might get it, until he started winning national championships. People thought he couldn't do it. Why are they hiring this guy? He was the interim when they coach got fired, and then he, they ended up giving him the job. Oh, was it was, it, like, was it Dabo? Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, but, pretty successful. Somebody saw something in them. But Big Drake, I, 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 and again, I know you say I'm projecting, but to say he was he was he may not have been a coordinator, but he had been doing the job, doing the profession, and coaching. He had, and to your point before, like you ain't you ain't no OC, you ain't none of that, but you people have been able to see you in a role doing, and, and I guess that back to your point though, somebody saw Cadillac in some role yes. because they put yes. him in that role. Okay, I got you, I got you. Yes. I, I don't think me and you are saying different things. I think I I, I started in the wrong way by saying he, mm-hmm. I think it, I, 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 I let it off to believe I didn't want him as my coach. Well, what my real, mm-hmm. my real, 
my real thought process was I'm not I'm not giving him the job just because we've had two good two good games. That that's my yes, point yes. is don't yeah. don't let all of this emotion right now lull you into making a bad decision because I've also saw that. I've saw people yeah. do that. Like, oh, look at what they just turned around. Yeah, well, did mm-hmm. they turn it around? I mean, do you have enough experience yet to know if they turned it around? Like, don't get, don't, mm-hmm. they, don't. I don't want, I don't want us to get caught up in doing that. And now, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. in two years, we're like, man, what? Because I believe, and and what you got him is the perfect example of that to me. Uh, well, but no, he's not really the same example. I say, but but Orgeron, right? He caught lightning mm-hmm. in a bottle. He caught mm-hmm. it at the he right did. time. He was exactly what LSU needed for right then, but he wasn't sustainable. And he had a track record of not being sustainable. We knew he couldn't be sustainable. We we mm-hmm. we we wanted to believe this time was different, yeah. but it ended up being yeah. exactly what it's always been. <laughs> but they did get a natty out there. They did get a natty. He they, called I mean, right into the bottle. He and, did. And he called. Then, he it's called, been a while since they won one. It had been. He, he, he called I mean, right but, into the bottle. You bottom. know he. He was what they needed at that time. That's right. He's what, they, and, and that's what, and, and very, it very well may be big drink that Cadillac is, be, you know, because now I'll tell you, I've read a couple things this week that's that's made me sour back again on Hugh Freeze. That maybe Hugh Freeze has not learned his lesson. That some stuff mm-hmm. that I was not aware of, uh, and so so I so I may be down to not having a candidate that's my number one choice other than other than Dion, and so now I may mm-hmm. even be back on the Dion train because because my head, mm-hmm. you know what my head really really went big Drake. Right. Can you imagine having Dion and Dion being able to take Cadillac and kind of and I say under his wing? I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it would be that case, but. I feel yeah. like the things Cadillac is doing is who Dion is too. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once you get past mm-hmm. the prime time, the flashing dad die. But man, can you imagine the type of team you'd have, type of coaching staff with a Dion, a Cadillac, a Ike Hilliard, and then whoever all these other cats he bring in? Bro, that'd be one mm-hmm. heck of a crew team now. Yeah, it would. And, and, it would. That'd be a whole different Auburn. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a whole different Auburn man, but it would. I, I think Cadillac could potentially do the same thing too. Yeah. So, all right, man. Look, uh, let, let's hear some of the other college college sports, man, before we get out of here. Uh, I knew this was one. I, I just I wanted to get your feel of how it, how it felt um, in, in the energy. I didn't want to be uh, biased or or feeling like a homer being the only person seeing it. Uh, but I have been excited um, of what he's done. How I, Saturday made my heart feel good to see how everybody embraced all the old players that was there. Some of the cats you played with. I mean, it was it was mm-hmm. it, it was pretty exciting to see what happened Saturday. It was pretty yeah, exciting. It was, and then to see him give yeah. an ice bath. I knew that was coming. Like mm-hmm. I'm cool that we we ain't one number four games and we get in a coach ice bath. That I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> and don't care what nobody else. Don't care about. nobody else thing. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Ain't got nothing to do with you. This ain't your team. This our team. So, <laughs> hey, so uh, college football playoffs, man. Uh, so in our time, we had some of our predictions didn't come true. Uh, Georgia skull drug. Like none of my <laughs> predictions came true. <laughs> I had a bad week. I had a bad week. Georgia skull drug Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I was not expecting that. I, Me neither. I, I thought Tennessee was, but I'll, I'll go back to this. 
I, I think I said it on our show. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I meant to go back and, and listen to it after the fact because my son tried to call me on it. I believe on this show I did say, I wonder, though, is Tennessee ready for the big time? Are mm-hmm. they ready to lead from the front? Because remember, Georgia went through this same phase before they really ascended to the top position. Mm-hmm. That they were good enough, they beat somebody, but they couldn't sustain being the hunted. They were far better at hunting. Yeah. And I wonder if yeah. that's you know, I got I had thought I had I thought I said on our show, but like man, I wonder though, can Tennessee handle being the hunted? Because everybody's coming for you now. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. thought that Georgia game was like, no, they couldn't. They weren't ready yet. And, and that's not a knock on them. It's a part of the yeah. maturation process to getting to mm-hmm. sustainable success. Yes. It, it's knowing what I mean, it feels and, like and, to be the and, top dog. I mean, it, it just showed that the reigning national champions are the reigning national champions. I mean, them, them dudes good now. They really them are. Them dudes dope. are just, they still loaded. I, no matter how loaded. much it, I it, hate it, Stetson Bennett, like, <laughs> I can't stand it, dude. He's 25 years old. At 25, man, I had already made detectives at the sheriff's office. That's right. Dang, man. I, I was just, and he playing college football. He's still playing college football. I, I forget he's old dude. I do forget he's old dude. So, <laughs> grown man. So, yeah, man. They, they And, dude, they, they – and I think we've said this on here before, too, this Big Drake. Georgia has the best tight end room in all oh. of football. Oh. All of football, period. NFL, Pro Bowl, like they have the best foot. Drake, I believe they have the best tight end room. I believe that tight end room could go and start for any NFL team. Yeah, man. They I are. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Have you ever seen a tight end room like this? <laughs> we talking about tight ends, dog. <coughs> Drake, we're talking nah, about bro. tight ends. Tight ends, yeah. Tight ends. You know who you know what other only position room I would equate this room to? I equate this to two. I just thought of a second one. I equate this to two rooms. One, the quarterback room of Alabama, when you mm-hmm. had Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, and um uh what's old buddy at the New England Patriots? Jones. Um, yeah, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. That quarterback room and the running back room of Auburn with Cadillac, Ronnie Brown, uh, Trey Smith, and and doggone um, uh, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, now, that's about the only two position rooms I can equate this dude, this 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 tight end room of Georgia to. Yeah, crazy. Like it's it's Insane. It's, 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 it's 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 disgusting. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. So they they make Stetson Bennett be I mean be be I mean he can be Jesus because of the tight end room he got. <laughs> He's Jesus yeah. because he's throwing the ball to some gods. So that's yeah. And 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 um Alabama had that wide receiver room and running back room. Oh yeah, I they, mean, they, did. they they yeah they, yeah, they, they yeah. did yeah they did. Oh, yeah, they did. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> there's that yeah there's that there's that yeah so and then so Tennessee took 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 all that anger out on Missouri. Uh, it just straight straight blowed them wide open. Just it was it was yeah. very disgusting. Uh, the the shocker of the week for me. Uh, what? Oh, let me ask you this one. Did you see that LSU Alabama uh, coming? I did not. Uh, we we talked about it. I yeah, thought man. Alabama would kind of 
you know, spank them on their bottom and put them in their place. But oh, was I wrong? I I felt like Bama would lose a game, but I thought it was going to be Ole Miss. I did not think it was going to be LSU. I man, yeah. I didn't see that one coming at all. Uh, and and Ole, Ole Miss should have had him. Now I do want to say, did you watch? So did you get to watch the Bama that Ole Miss game? I did not. Oh. I, mean, I was in New Orleans this past weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I forgot. I, I did, didn't see a lick of football. Uh, Ole Miss could absolutely blame their offensive play calling and their quarterback for not beating Alabama. Mm. Okay. They their running back was giving Alabama everything they wanted. Mm. Consecutively, play after play. In so much as they got the ball back with a minute and 14, 15 seconds. Bama had scored a go-ahead touchdown. They got the ball mm-hmm. back. And now Bama's up six. They got the ball back. Bruh, three running plays. They got the ball back about the 30, three running plays, and they are at the 20. Mm. With 46 seconds left to go. And they don't hand the ball off to him again. Mm. Don't hand the ball off to him a single time again. I'm like, how? How? Bro, my Cowboys did the same thing <laughs> this week yeah. in losing. Yeah. Dog, dance with who brought you here. That's it. Dance with who brought you here, man. I don't. I understand the clock. I understand that. But, dog, three plays. This cat got you from the 30 to the 20. Mm. You don't think he can get you in the end zone? You ain't gonna give him not one shot to try. Yeah. Like, and I and they had two timeouts. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was I was getting ready actually to have any time. Yeah, they had two timeouts. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. They didn't give him the ball not one time, man. Mm. And they made the quarterback dart trying to trying to trying to win it. I'm like, you hadn't won it. Like you hadn't done. I mean, you you just been okay this game. Hmm. It, it, it was it, it was sickening to me. So I blame Lane and his play calling and his quarterback on losing that <laughs> losing that game. Should not have lost that game. Should not have lost that game. And uh, so and Bo Nix and, and the uh, Oregon Ducks got brought down to to, to size uh, mm. by by Michael Penix Jr. Uh, I don't. I would not bet any money in any game Michael Penix Jr. played in. <laughs> you literally don't that? know which one you're gonna get, dog. You don't know if you're gonna get Jameis Winston or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> so against Oregon, this game, he threw 26 to 35 for 408 yards. Mm. 408. You, you don't know, dog. You don't know from you don't know from week to week which one of these jokers you <laughs> you finna get. I, I didn't I didn't even know Oregon had lost. Yes. They got beat by Washington this week. Mm. Yeah, he drove it down, game-winning field goal, took it out. Mm. So my goodness. Yeah. Um, now, how, how how did Knicks perform? Bo played good. Um, he he well he wasn't he wasn't as electric as he has been. He didn't make no mm-hmm. mistakes. He was 19 to 27 with 208 yards and two TDs, and then 59 yards rushing on the ground on nine carries. He had a decent game. He had a decent game, yeah. But I didn't. I don't. I don't know. They. 
I didn't feel like at the end. I think their defense really let them down. That that's what I do mm-hmm. believe. I think because it was thirty seven thirty four. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this. Bo's balling out, but he's playing against Pac twelve defenses, and at some mm-hmm. point, that's gonna bite you. And that's what bit mm-hmm. you. Gotcha. Is they could they just couldn't stop Washington from going down the field. They couldn't get mm-hmm. a stop where they needed it. None whatsoever. And and I think that's what you get when you're playing in the Pac-12. Yeah. You don't really have that defense. So I think they are I, to me, I think I think the Pac-12 is out of the 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 college football playoff contention race. Mm-hmm. Um more than likely. So so now, and that's what I wanted to get to. So we got Georgia at one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU at four, Tennessee at five. LSU at six and USC at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Pac twelve ain't out because USC is sitting there with one loss at seven. Oh, uh, Ohio State and Michigan plays each other end of the year. Yeah. Georgia got got an easy road for the rest of the time. TCU. No, man, they, they still gonna have to play LSU. In the, in oh, the, oh, in what? The, uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the rest of the regular season. Okay, I was okay. getting to the SEC championship. So yeah. TCU has they beat Texas. TCU still got Baylor and Iowa State, mm-hmm. and that Baylor's at they, Baylor. they should they should win those games. Though. They should. Um. Yeah. Baylor six and four. Yeah. They should be Baylor. Um. And then Tennessee. I can't remember. I think Tennessee just got Vandy left. No, Tennessee's at South Carolina this weekend, and then they got Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. So. Here's what we got. You got if Georgia went out, they'll play LSU in the SEC championship. Ohio State and Michigan, one of them gonna have one loss. TCU mm-hmm. wins out, you have TCU undefeated. First of all, I mean, do you think LSU got another one in them to knock off Georgia in the SEC championship? <laughs> Why not? Why not? I guess they believe, man. Why not? And then, so, man, you could potentially have a two-loss LSU team in the college football playoffs. I personally believe if you win the SEC championship, I don't care if you're 3-9, and nine, you need to be in the playoffs. Hey, yeah. Now, LSU still got to play Texas A&M at Texas A&M. I don't want to just discredit that. I mean, Auburn just beat Texas A&M. You're right. You're right. Okay, never mind. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I forgot. No, I mean they, they they could get in there and, and give LSU all they want. It might be the LSU, but I mean Texas A and M just isn't the team. Who who they lose? Didn't they lose to um, Appalachian State earlier this year? Did Texas A and M lose to Appalachian State? That's I believe they did. You may be right, man, because somebody may have talked about a ten thousand dollar, a ten million dollar man leave, move, losing to a ten million dollar school. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> they lost. No, yes, they did lose to Appalachian State. You're right. Kingpin, I hear that quite often. Second game of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have lost six in a row. They lost Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, and Auburn. Ooh. 
He played UMass, uh, and then he got LSU. You talking about uh, just a rough couple weeks being on that coaching staff? A rough you know, just months, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimbo, still trying to call the plays, dog. You think it's time for him to, to hey, let it go? I, I think. I think if Jimbo really, I think Jimbo has to see that he's hit. He's hurting his kids. He can't do it all. I mean, I, I, I just don't I don't know if many people have been successful in SEC doing it like mm-hmm. that. I don't, did Steve Spurrier mm-hmm. call his own plays? I don't think I so. I believe he did. Did he? I believe he did. Yeah. I didn't. That's, I was just thinking about it. I was and, like, did Steve and, Spurrier call his own plays? Did, um, oh my goodness. Did Urban Meyer call his to begin with? I think Urban did to begin with. Um, yeah, players the last few years have been the ball coach calling plays during his Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I guess he did. Well, so I, I, I okay, I guess some people can't call it. I don't think it's working for what's called no more. I think you better figure out something yeah. else. He's going to have to say he did something different if they're going to keep bringing it back, I think. Mm. So let, let me play out this scenario. Okay. So let's say Georgia, let's say LSU doesn't get lucky and doesn't knock off Georgia. So we got undefeated Georgia in, right? Mm-hmm. Let's pick Ohio State or Michigan. It doesn't matter whichever one. We'll, mm-hmm. For argument's sake, we'll go Ohio State right now. Ohio okay. State wins out. They in. TCU wins out. They're in. Now you got a one-loss Michigan team, a one-loss Tennessee team, and say USC goes on and wins the Pac-12, and you have a one-loss USC Pac-12 champion. Who are you taking in the fourth spot? It depends. Once again, it depends on how they look in those victories. I, I, I think – so Tennessee won't play in a, won't play in a, in a in a conference championship at all. Correct. They'll be at the house. One loss. Correct. And and so will Michigan, Michigan. Ohio State. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I said Michigan. Michigan. Michigan will be in the same boat. So if USC if USC blows out whoever it is they play in this in the Pac twelve championship, even if it's uh, now I think the Pac twelve changed their stuff to where they taking the top two teams no matter they don't have divisions no more. I think. Oh, really? I think somebody did that. I think it's the Pac-12. It depends on who they play and, and how they play. How they look in the game, huh? Yes, that matters, yes. Is it the Pac-12? And, and the level of competition that they're playing. That's just like, you know, if if Tennessee plays Vandy and blows them out, then eh. But if Tennessee plays Alabama and beats Alabama in a tight game, then hey, that, that matters. So so who they play, how they play, style points, that matters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I I, I don't want to be that dude that just says, oh, the SEC ought to get the get get the fourth spot. That that necessarily might not be true. That true. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um two of those are Oh, Oregon and Utah play each other next week. So Oregon, that that, that don't Oregon got, got yeah. Oregon got two losses already. Yeah, plays on next week. Yeah, UC, USC plays UCLA, and then they'll be. I was trying to. Now UCLA ought to be a good game. 
That ought to be a good game. I, they, they only had two losses, I think. They, I think they. UCLA is eighty-two, eight and two. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That, that, that should be good. So if, if they beat them handedly, then hey. And then they win the 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 Pac-12 championship. Hey. Oh, and don't forget, last game of the season, USC plays Notre Dame. Mm. Yeah. Last game of the season, USC played Notre Dame, who's ranked number 20. They didn't they didn't brought it back. All right, so if, if USC wins out handedly, looking good. You put a one one loss USC in or USC in a one loss Pac twelve championship USC in over Tennessee and Michigan. Tennessee has I think you already said it. Do you Vanderbilt, remember who they have? They got Vanderbilt and uh, it ain't it ain't it ain't nothing. South Carolina. South Carolina, something. yeah, yeah. So they ain't got two. They ain't got no games that should be impressive. Mm-mm, nope. Michigan again. They got Ohio State, and it may be so. Again, a piece of it may be how they lose the house if they lose Ohio State. How they lost yes, Ohio yes. State, right? How that game yes. turns out. Yes. And they got Illinois. Illinois is the other team uh, that that Michigan got. Okay, yeah, it ain't nobody. That ain't that ain't gonna be no game. I mean, I know they look better. You know, uh, that man, Scoop Brent Billerman, got him looking good, but yeah. I, I think I, I I just threw it out there because I believe this year is going to be very interesting to see mm-hmm. who's going to be the we we everybody that's on can win out. You at, at the max you can only have three teams undefeated right now. That's all mm-hmm. you can have. Can't have can't have no more than three. So you're absolutely going to have at least a one loss team. You're going to have a team with some losses coming back in. And so here's the flip side. Let's say USC looks good all the way down the stretch. Georgia loses a close one to LSU. Do you take Georgia from the number one spot all the way to not making the playoffs? No. No. So if Georgia loses, you believe the SEC absolutely should have two teams in. If they I lose do. a close one. I do. What they I don't care if they get blown out. Okay. I don't care if they get blown out. <laughs> I don't care if they get blown out. So you feel like Georgia has done enough to secure their spot no matter what happens? I do. I do. I can live with that. I can live with that. I ain't got nothing wrong with that. I ain't got nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> hey, man, before we, before we get out of here tonight, man, um, talking all the college football stuff, uh, we'd be remiss and it wouldn't be our show if we didn't talk uh, about the tragedy uh, at UVA uh, for the UVA football team, University of Virginia uh, football team. Uh, where one of the former players uh, shot and killed three uh, current players and and injured two other ones um, on a what what appears to be again a lot of details ain't came out yet but it appears to be a a kind of premeditated attack. Uh, I've actually heard a couple conflicting stories. I haven't been able to confirm which one. Uh, today mm-hmm. I started to hear some stuff that uh, potentially he was on the bus with them coming back, and once mm. they got back, he started shooting. But um, mm. I thought I re- I thought it was he was there waiting when they got back. So I haven't been able to confirm which one of those happened. Um, but I did see and read today uh, one of the wit- uh, one of the witnesses that was on the bus said that he wasn't just, he didn't just randomly shoot. 
he was aiming and shooting at people uh, on the yeah. bus. Uh, one of the kids he killed was sleep when he shot him in the head uh, while mm. he was asleep on the bus. Which actually leads me to believe that he may have been on the bus as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that he he was there, man. Uh, and in some reports, again, hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, that there may have been a hazing incident in, involving this kid uh, a year or two ago. He was a walk-on. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, after tragedies like this happen, everybody says that, you know, people are the best kid in the world and never could have saw this, and this is out of character. That's, for whatever reason, that's customary on a lot of these cases. Not trying to, you know, denigrate the kid, uh, not trying to denigrate, and he's not a kid right now. He's he is an adult. He's charged as an adult. Uh, not trying to denigrate this young man, but um, that tends to be you know typical mo that people want to say about how good somebody is after they've done something like this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. A lot of prayers, a lot of thoughts. There's been a lot of conversation around the whole bullying thing. That there may have been some bullying incidents going on, and um, you know people have used this moment to to continue to say bullying is real and. And, and and just to, to 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 understand the impact on people, and I don't again, I don't want to not, I don't want to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to diminish or under underestimate, I guess, the impact of bullying, but I also think mm-hmm. we cannot keep avoiding the fact of accountability. Mm-hmm. Man, no matter what happens in life, bro, you got to be accountable for your actions. Most definitely. Like, you know, and, and I think that's the problem I have with a lot of this bullying conversation and stuff like this. Like, bullies aren't being accountable, ain't being held accountable for their actions. But also mm-hmm. people that are being bullied. It can't be the scapegoat for everything that you decide to do in response. Because just because, I mean, just as easily well, as you decide I, to pick up a gun, you could also, like, there's other paths you could take. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I think sometimes people that do these crimes in their mind, especially if it's something that's been continuous, it's just like suicide. Yeah. You know, because we think the way we think and we believe what we believe, like there's always an answer. Like, our our logic I, kicks in. Yes. Yeah. But to some people, like. This was it, the logical rant. We, and and I, I don't want to victim shame. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't no, want, no, no. You're but, right. Because we don't know who thing, and why. Yes, but, but the first thing when I heard about it, and, and y'all can bash me for it, but the first thing I thought was, what, okay, what, did, what they do? did they do to him? Yeah, What did they do to him for him to go to this extreme? Because in football, in fraternities, in bands, and everything, there's a little hazing that goes on. But what did they do from a little, okay, this is just a little fun prank to... Did they embarrass him in front of a whole bunch of people? Like really embarrass? Not, not. Oh, that's just funny. Look what happened. Like, what really went on? Did they punk him? Did something sexual happen? Like, I, I think about these things yeah. because that's not a normal reaction. Yeah, yeah. You to know, that now, extreme. If some, yeah. If there's yeah. some mental stuff that kid was dealing with, okay, that would explain something. Because the way my mind works. And once again, because of the, the career field I was, like there's always an explanation for something. Yeah. May not be the right moral thing that should have happened. You may not agree with this. Explanation. Is why that happened. Yeah, yeah, you this may not agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it was a it's a bad situation, man. That like I say you, it got, is, man. you got all these young kids, man, that are gone. Their life is over. Uh, yes. including yes. his. And yes. uh, yeah, yeah, I 
uh, this may not come out right. I, I guess in, in, in this case, I am, you know, kind of happy. Uh, I, I guess that's, that's not going to come out right. I, 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 I do look forward to hearing why from him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, like it's one of those cases I am kind of, you know, relieved that they were able to get him and arrest him and take him alive and all that type of stuff. Cause I think as a parent, at the very least, whether I agree with it or not, whether I think you're full of crap or not, I at least would like to be able to look in your eyes and ask why. Yeah. Like why? Why did you take my child? And and I, I I'm I'm grateful that these parents hopefully will get that opportunity to at least, even if it doesn't give them any solace whatsoever, to at least hear and that again, they can't speak to the victims though. Mm-hmm. But you will get at least one side of a story to say why. What, yes. what was the trigger? What pull? You know, what pushed this kid over the edge uh, to be able to do that? Um, and man, just just more and more prayer for. And, and I I want to use this as an advocate, and we do this all the time on our show because I think both of us have understood the importance of having strong people in your life and the ability to speak into people's lives, and it's what you do every single day, showing up for those kids there in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And it's why God has called you into in, into the profession you're in, um, and, and you know what? I even think it's why he. I think it's why he put he 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 brought you through the profession he brought you out of to be mm-hmm. able to have the impact in the one he was calling you for, because mm-hmm. I think what you saw further deepened your responsibility and the importance of the calling on your life to this one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, again, I, I want to use this as a point to advocate for men. Get past the small talk, man. Let's talk about the stuff that's really going on. Mm-hmm. Let's show these young kings that it's okay to talk about when you're hurt. when yeah. Even if it's just your feelings are hurt. Man, let's yeah. talk about it. Stop telling your boys to suck it up. Stop telling your kids men don't cry. Stop telling all these things that we were taught as what being a man was. Mm-hmm. It's literally killing us. Yep. It is literally killing us. I need to n- let you know it's okay to not be okay. And then we just figure out what do we do next? Yeah, And that's where the logic and all that other stuff come in. But it starts with being able to acknowledge it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. Now what do we do? How do we fix it? What do we do going forward? How do we make it right? How do we pivot from this? What's next, man? So, like I say, prayers out for their families and and all. Um, Just a sad situation altogether, man. Sad situation altogether, man. It really is. It really is. And it does bring me some back to, to what we said about at the start of the show about the Auburn football program is those these coaches serve a bigger role than just boosters and winning football games. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and if Harson wasn't what those kids needed, it was more than just about the product we were seeing on the field. This mm-hmm. literally I think this UVA, and this is not to I'm not trying to throw the coach under the bus because I, I think Tony Elliott, who's the office coordinator, co-office coordinator of Clemson, is the coach of, uh, of UVA, if I'm not mistaken. 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. By all indications, he's a great coach. But I'm just saying, your impact could be far more significant. It could be the difference between life and death. It really could. And your mm-hmm. ability to see something in somebody or see something going on with a kid and pull them to the side and say, hey, man, what's going on? Come talk to me. It could be the difference between life and death, man. Yeah. And family, don't be afraid to have that conversation. I know it gets tricky, and I know in this today's society we're concerned about what everybody's going to say and how people react and, and what they mama and all that stuff going to say. Man, at some point, God's got to give you this, remove the spirit of fear. God's calling us sometimes to, to go above. No, I don't care what you're going to say. Right now, I'm being called and asked to say, are you okay? Let's talk about it. Come to my office. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Could be the difference between life and death, man. Yes. So. Wanted to make sure to hit that, man. Big Drake, what, what, what part of words yeah, you got man. for the family, man? Just what I said earlier. Just because I haven't doesn't mean I can't. That's right. Hey, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. And I, I, I think having this conversation will help me a lot, too. That depending upon where we proceed in, I'm, I'm <laughs> again, I don't think I was ever closed-minded against him. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I can still hear my, hear my, hear my verbiage where my biases can tend, can tend to be. Uh, and, and you said something very profound for me uh, that I've heard before and it, it sat with me before, but it came back again. Be careful of what you're projecting on others mm-hmm. and how it's limiting what they can be. Yeah. I, Cadillac Williams may be the next coming. <laughs> he, may be the, he could be. He may be he it. Be. He may be it. And all he needed was the opportunity to fulfill his destiny. And so yeah. whoever that person is in your life, whoever you're interacting with every day, man, uh, be, be mindful of your projections on others and how it may be limiting them becoming who they're supposed to be, man. Hey, family, yeah. we love you, man. We thank you for rolling with your boys. Uh, we'll, we'll get back at you next week, man. We didn't get a time to, to, to get down to some of the some of the NFL and some of the other stuff that we wanted to get to, uh, but, but we'll definitely be circling it back around. Hey, if you have not been out, I encourage you to go and see uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I won't give no spoilers. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Uh, but I will tell you, you absolutely want to go and see it. Uh, me and the family, we had the whole church. Uh, it was it was a great experience, man. So please go out and support. It bro- broke box office records opening weekend. Let's keep it going for a couple of weekends, man. If you can, go go see Wakanda forever, man. Hey, thank you for rocking with your boy, man. This your boy, Kingpin, Big Drake. We love you, and we out of here. Peace. Like I'm the only one left And wonder why I'm out here by myself Every scar has turned my heart into a lot Know the kids give you all I got Even when it's hard to talk Feel like it's my fault Even if I'm wrong Tell me I belong Say you want me asking for 
empty pockets, no direction, out of options, all alone to face these problems, so I'm drowning in these feelings, I can't swim inside my tears, no secure attachment, I'm detached from what is real, I don't fight that, I just fight fears, what's on the inside, you can't see in a mirror, back in my own mind, back in my own